whole black bitch Quick to jump it off Start popping yeah. shit Not too submissive I'm the type to jump yeah. in your face yeah. A little rude next to them Toxic waste A little bit of innocent Yeah, I think I'm jaded Pumping diesel every day Just to stay sedated yeah. See them Eddie Kane No one understands my rage No one see these tears I cry inside every day You get the attitude When I ain't trying to deal with you I'm a black woman, nigga respect me Independent, yes I'm bad, I was born to be I'm a black woman, nigga respect me More than just a This is Blue Ivy and you're listening to my mommy Black Karma on the Black Hour What's happening y'all, this your number one homie Black Karma And I am on the line with my good sis Serotonin And you are here for another episode of the Black Hour How you doing tonight sis? Peace, sis. I am divine. Everything is everything. Bright stars out tonight. I am loving it. How are you, sis? You know, I, I can't complain. I can't That's complain at all. Um, yeah. I just, you know, um, you know, I don't know. Um, well, I'll definitely elaborate more on it later on in the show. But uh, I've been coming up with some merch and stuff like that for my main site, and um, I'm actually excited about one of my actually collab with um, a friend on uh, called By Karen. So, um, oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Current uh, Karen, she got to be up out of here um, on the ninth. For those who don't know, I have been dealing with a real life Karen, a uh, real life uh, psycho bitch over here. Um, just crazy as hell so I feel super vindicated and on Friday we gonna throw a goddamn kickback um, cause they got to be gone on Friday so um it's gonna be live on Friday Very oh nice. it's gonna be live all the way live that's what's popping and I love the merch I've seen it it is definitely needed you know to help yeah. you know bring that vibration high to sisters that's on the job going to that 9 to 5 or to that restaurant gig and you dealing with some cares on the job you know it feels good to have like that little notebook or that bag that in our code strengthens us in the street where we have to go about our day to day business so I see the birch super duper fly y'all definitely need to support my sis Black Karma she got that fly shit that you need to accelerate and elevate your consciousness and your vibration. It's just, it's just that real. Amen, amen. And shoot, the people need to get at you. Um, if you don't follow her on TikTok, real talk. I got TikTok back, and you like the only person I follow. Like real talk. <laughs> I don't follow nobody else. Um, <laughs> but like, if you're not plugged into her TikTok, if you're not checking out the IG stories. Um, you need to get your life, and hopefully by the time you have heard this episode, you done been on went on ahead and subscribed and stuff, so, um, most definitely, but I know it's been a while since, um, I've actually done an episode of the Black Hour, I just had a whole bunch of stuff going on, and I'm just like, wow, like, where, where to start? I think the biggest thing right now would be this whole election 
situation that got people losing their damn minds. Um, <laughs> what, what's your take on it? From I mean, everything. I mean, we hearing about the whole, what they call that shit, October surprise. I ain't never heard that shit before, but whatever. It's always a surprise whenever you're talking about political pimping. Yeah. You know, then they talking about Trump got the coochie. Excuse me, the COVID-19. <laughs> so I call it the coochie. Um, so he got that topic. And I'm just like, you know, what is going on? It, I, don't, I didn't watch like the debates or anything like that. I learned a long time okay. ago fucking with Beyonce to stop watching them folks when they do shit like that live. Whether it's a yeah. big, major performer or whether it's a politician. I just, I don't watch them live for whatever reason. But with that being said, you know, when stuff is going on live, I watch on Facebook. It's just the way that people get so emotional into it. It's just, for me, I'm more alarmed at the people versus yes. the whole candidates and shit like that. So what's your take Especially on... Especially Okay, girl. So what's your take on where we at now? Well, my take on where we are now as a global world or as a people, I would say, let's go as a people first, because, you know, that's where my purpose lies with our people is where we are now, we are in a state of we're going against the universe. We're going against universal law. We're going to continue to be stuck in this cycle of being paused in global affairs until we stop waiting in the water, waiting in the water, meaning waiting for someone to save us, waiting for the United States Corporation to do something about our place that they put us in throughout the United States jurisdiction, this society. Uh, We could talk about global white supremacy, but we have to have some accountability of how we go about the law in this so-called country and how we go about handling our business meaning manufacturing, producing to accelerate past our oppressors. We cannot vote past our oppressors. We have to produce past our oppressors. And, you know, uh, Baba Dick Gregory has mentioned this. Dr. Claude Anderson has mentioned this. Dr. Layla Africa has mentioned this. Let's talk about the sisters who have mentioned this. Dr. Fresh Crest Wilson has mentioned this. Uh, Betty Lou Hamer has mentioned this. Mrs. Bethune Cookman has mentioned this. So we have to reconsider what we have already been told to do. There has already been a blueprint made, and we have to come together intellectually as a people to look at the Constitution, look at the law, so we can start, stop, not start, but stop giving our emotional energy away like this. Our power and energy is worth, it's priceless. So for us to continue to drain ourselves and let this drain of energy just pour into these evildoers, you know, we're doing ourselves a disservice. And we're also creating this unjust vibration around us because we do not want to do the necessary mental brain work it's going to take to break this spell. You know, I'm beginning to think that we just want quote unquote white people to treat us better. And if this is just about social engagement, you know, I think we need to really consider what freedom is for our people. You know, maybe freedom has changed for us collectively and a lot of us don't see the same thing when it comes to what freedom is. But freedom for me, and I'm sure you will agree, is to be 
a natural born citizen where I am, where I was born. Do not want to be made a prisoner of war on my land. I don't want to always have to get consent from the government, a license to do things to where under these licenses, they have control to seize what my hard work has given and manifested. So it's a lot of things with the law we have either forgotten about, choose to ignore, and we don't want to do the necessary mental work it's gonna to take to bring these issues up. It's not just white supremacy. We have to challenge white supremacy, yes, but we also have to have accountability with learning the law, learning the constitution, and I'm not just talking federally, but state as well, local as well. We need to know where we are as a people. I don't think we understand the art of war. I don't think we see the deceit with the deceit is all us. And the deceit is all us heavy. It's all us heavy. And I see the evildoers, they be dropping hints because they like to play because they know a lot of our people are confused and stuck in this vibration of unknowing but like Biden will say well you ain't black if you don't vote vote for me or Trump can say I love my my African American you know I have my African Americans that support me you know they drop these little tidbits of ownership over these labels these labels that they have made us you know these aliens these residents you know, we have never called ourselves these things and we have to basically classify ourselves as these things and with our consent through classification, whether you're filling out a job application, you try to get something for welfare, uh, you try to either, even um, get a gun license. You know, they force us through paper genocide. Then we have to deal with if environmental genocide, meaning the poisoning of our water. This is happening in Fairborn, Georgia, Georgia right now. E. coli fall in the water. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. And the population of that that town there is eighty percent so called black, so called African American. Eighty percent. So with that being said, yes, there's a population twenty percent so-called white people there but more than likely those white people have more resources just based on what the focus is of the population from the research that's being done that they have the resources to counter environmental poisoning than the so-called black family so environmental racism and poisoning is happening right now that's not on the ballot it you know if you read the law it says that Anytime that there is a candidate running for president, you are supposed to demand. You're supposed to have demands. We do not have any demands that we've given Trump or Biden. We basically allow this system to pick our leaders again, so-called leaders again, and then these so-called leaders have what they think is best for us, and then we just basically pick based off of what they think or what they feel like they're going to do. But that's not how it's supposed to go. We are supposed to be making demands. And if you do not meet these demands, you do not get our vote. We are in a situation as a people, if you are on the side where you're not voting because you create demands based off of 
group conglomerate of your people that wanted to make any demands, you're looked at as crazy. Oh, you're not part of the solution. You're, this is what our ancestors died for. And that is not true. You know, our ancestors were tricked and deceived into voting so they could be continued slaves. See, slavery is turned into a new intelligent, it's more intelligent now. They don't have to have us on the plantation. You know, it is more advanced to where the plantation is still the state of the law. When you look at the law definitions, plantation means state. So if you, if we live in these states, they are obligated to put us, you know, to work. You know, and if you're not working or classifying yourself as this and that, you know, and then they say, oh, well, you have the liberty to vote. Well, our ancestors also had the liberty and freedom to create their own nation. But what they had to do was deceive our people into thinking that they were citizens and that they were a part of this nation when they say we the people that black people are part of this we the people too. They couldn't allow us highly validated beings to go on our own way and create our own nation because then you're dealing with that whole race construct they have with global affairs where you will have competition that's really can outsmart you, outbeat you physically, mentally and spiritually if we were people that we could do for self. We are still operating on the level of slavery where we need to be dependent on a government or a system because we think our history begins with slavery, and it doesn't. But this is the cycle that they have us in. They have us basically re-manifesting slavery because we do not want to do the necessary, the necessary execution to get out of this cycle. So that's where I feel like where we are as a people when it comes to election 2020. Um, if we do not start implementing do for self sustainability, manufacturing and producing to outdo others that are oppressing us, then we're going to find ourselves in the same situation in the next four years, probably a hundred times worse due to the environmental racism that's going on globally. We have warfare in the space too now. It's going on right now. Okay? Warfare in space with China, Russia, and then we have the European. Okay, so we got the the Asian, we have the Russian, we have the European. Where are our people whether you want to say African, whether you want to say Ethiopian, whether you want to say Nubian, whether you want to say Boer, but where are our people, or whether you want to say African American or Black, whatever label that fits you, regardless, we are not on the same playing field as these evildoers to counter. So right there, they're having war space games in space, and we have no idea what's going on and how it would affect our people. The same thing with war games on land <laughs> and underwater. So that's yeah. where I think we are I mean, right now, 2020 uh, election. Right. Um, well, I know with me, I'm just on a level now to where, and honestly, I've, I've been feeling like this since my, my first experience with voting which for me was the 2004 election, which was Bush versus Kerry. That was my first experience 
think I was 18. Yeah, I was 18. Went with my mom and stuff like that. Now, okay. with voting, and I was always very well read, you know, but I wanted to go ahead because, of course, you know, the whole thing that our people always say, my folks died for this right for us to do that. That was the first time I voted, and to me, that was when I saw how fixed the fight really is. And it's not about the simple fact that my candidate did not get selected. It's not that at all. You know, when you walk into that situation, you know the possibility that you just might not get your way. So it's nothing like that. But that was my first time, and that was when I paid attention. And just for me personally, after that, I said I would never play into this system and believe that this is my power and my say-so over how we live. Like, something's wrong with this right here. Like, how is it that... I mean, even with the whole, you know, situation with Obama and all of that shit, like, I I saw through that before he even became president. Like I said, my views are just kind of extreme, kind of radical, so I don't really share them with anybody, but this is Black Hour, this is my shit, so I'm just going to say how the fuck I feel. Now, for me, voting is just not your say-so in how you live. That's them conning you and telling you, hey... You want to have a, a say-so of how you live? Okay, go ahead and vote. But what we don't talk about is the real conversations of, okay, whenever you do get, quote-unquote, good people in office, what is it really like? You know what I'm saying? Or our people in office, what is it really like? And not even just in office, but just us in positions of high places. Like, you know, you either going to go left or you're going to go right. Now, if you go left, then you pretty much become one of them. And at the end of the day, you're really no help to us. At the end of the day, I don't care what nobody say. If you decide right. that you're not going to become one of them, then you end up becoming like Sheila Abdus Salomon. Excuse me, Salomon. And that's the judge that was found in 2017 in July, whose body was found floating in the Hudson River. And she was the first exactly. African American woman to serve on New York State's highest court. Or they'll exactly. do you like. Timothy Cunningham, the epidemiologist, the doctor from the CDC. Because, you know, with that situation, what they said, what really happened was that he had found some information that was going on with a vaccine. I think it was the flu vaccine. This is what I heard. I'm not saying that it's completely true, but I'm just saying, look at the world we're living in. Like, that shit is is not too far-fetched at all. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is... So I'm like, okay, so this is the type of system that we, we play into. It's like either you're going to conform or you're going to get motherfucking killed. Point blank, period. And then they're going to set it up and they're going to make it look like a suicide. And all evidence is not going to point to a suicide. And this is after they exploit the hell out of you. Because with the situation with Timothy Cunningham, why are we talking about this man's sexuality? That ain't got shit to do with him missing. I don't give a fuck if he's gay or not. That aspect of your life, in my opinion, that's your business. What they got to do with the fact that this man came up dead? And why why did he really come up dead? Right, exactly. It has a lot to do with how they do everything, is they put out their narrative to keep us talking about it, but they have us talking about the non-important issues to create sustainability for our people. So the same thing with the election. They'll have us talk about voter suppression, even though that's an illusion, because nothing is like the voter suppression where you're, you're, they have, they're deceiving us to vote where we're, where we're not citizens, and then we have a electoral college that makes the decision anyway. That's real voter suppression. Why are we talking about that? But we'll talk about 
the mail and stuff that, you know, we really have no control over the solution. You know, these are their mail post office, post office services that they set up for their states, not ours. You see what I'm saying? It's not our business. And when you're working from the outside in like that, like you said, you know, they'll say, they'll talk about the brother Timothy from Morehouse, intelligent brother. They'll talk about his sexuality versus his intelligence. What was he doing for the CDC? You know, it was known that he was not depressed. He was about to get promoted. So these are the things they would rather talk about his sexuality and that false narrative versus how can our people become sustainable, meaning how can we not have our scientists end up like Timothy? And then question like that, you're going to end up on the road of sustainability, meaning we need our own lab. We don't need the CDC. You know, the CDC is set up to protect the state and to do their dealings with viruses and scientific findings and different things like that. This is why you have the United States Corporation Food and Drug Administration. So this that's their business. So when we go to, say, they say higher education to get a degree, Unfortunately, if you go back into a law book, you look at degree and means a, a step down. But they won't—they don't tell us these things. They'll just name what they consider the most honorable, highest education you get, and the prize you get to, from that is a degree. They'll just put it in there like that. And since we've been getting these degrees, we've been getting even more killed on the job. It's more dangerous. We cannot talk about our jobs to our family, meaning if you get that government job, you get that engineer job, there's contracts and different things and causes and things that make you not be able to tell your family member what you do for a living, you know? And this comes with working for the oppressor. But when we start to actually question these things and really start to think for ourselves, sustainability is going to come up like that. We do not need to work for the oppressor to where now our family is defenseless. You work for the CIA, but the police can just, without a warrant, come knock into your niece's house and kill her and her boyfriend. You know, what's the point of being a CIA agent? Or what's the point of being a police officer? Or what's the point of being an engineer for this? These jobs don't basically they don't they give us an illusion of a status the reality is even with integrating into these job systems we still don't have any right that a quote unquote white man or woman have to respect and this is just based off of the state constitution and the federal constitution it goes right back to that constitution and that law that states that we are not citizens and that we are African Americans that were brought here as slaves. But the crazy thing is, if we were to go back to say we all just say, screw this election, we're going to put all our energy in going back to Africa. If we choose a place like Ghana, or we choose a place, you know, South Africa, it could be anywhere. If once we go back, when it comes to citizenship, we will be basically immigrants. We would not be considered natives returning home. 
You see what I'm saying? So we would not be offered any type of reparations or reclamations because even reparations, we ask it for reparations, but reparations really be is basically when two nations fight each other, the reparations is, you know, help counter the defeated nation, that, not help counter, but help smooth over the de- defeated nation's problems, you see what I'm saying? Because since we defeated you, you know, we done came up, we'll give y'all some reparations. This is why they had the papers to genocide us out of the, our true narratives on this land because they can prove that we bought the United States corporation that they owe us reparations. But since we are so-called black people, African-Americans, and we have been victims of paper genocide, we are a nation that have not fought against the United States Corporation, meaning our people have not come together to bring up arms against the government. So we wouldn't be asking for reparations, we would be asking for reclamations, not reparations. So even with our argument with that, you know, people are asking the presidential nominees about reparations and you know Senator Kamala Harris she looking at the interviewer like Lord this person is kind of crazy I can't really answer that and we were wondering like why she acting like that why she beating around the bush it's because we asking for things legally and lawfully we can't get because we don't understand the law and when we ask our attorneys these questions why do we have civil rights attorneys and we don't have human rights attorneys and then when you think about practicing at law attorney at law you know you start looking at the word and you're like damn like y'all really ain't y'all just practicing law this is just a practice like they practicing with us and these civil rights yes these civil, civil rights are at a point where all they have to do is give the family some money there is no justice you know, there's nobody going to prison. Why? Because the yeah, Constitution said... Oh, yeah. But the Constitution says that they don't have the right to take free white person to prison just because they killed a quote-unquote black person. You know, they don't have... Because they have to be judged by who? Their peers, right? So if their peers believe right. that we are animals and we are wards of the state if they understand the constitution his peers are going to be like there's no need to put him in prison he's protected the state he's protected the corporation this is a black person remember we call you black we called you African. you we still have slave names we are still consenting vibrationally universally through continuing these habits and I know that, you know, some of our people are like, I got to give up my last name. Well, yes, it, it ha- bears a colonizer slave name. Yes, you know, not all of our last names are colonizer slave names because we were here before Columbus. So a lot of us will be surprised in tracing our history that there is no slavery. You will not be able to pinpoint your family to a plantation. And that some of these names, like Emmanuel, Day, and different names like Moore, these are names that were here before we were slaves. And then when you talk about slavery, 
they keep us going back to slavery, especially with this election. Oh my goodness, you know. Our ancestors died for this, which is the ultimate blasphemy. Because uh, our elders and ancestors were deceived. But my point with, with that, um, I lost my train of thought really quick. My son is still up, y'all. I apologize. Y'all hear a little baby in the back. Oh, it is my son. And he is up with us enjoying this um, it, this podcast as well. But definitely we have, our people have been deceived. It deceived into thinking our history began with slavery. And with that, you know, we are in this psychological warfare of being slaves, being dependent. Well, we were not the original slaves. Slave is means slav, meaning the first slaves on this land. We're, we're talking about America. The first slaves were Europeans. They were pale faced, so-called white people, before they start calling themselves white. We our people had white people in slavery. This is facts. So when you talk about slaves, white people were the first slaves here, not us. And they were captured by the Germans. Okay? There were white Russians that they called Slavs, Slavic. Do you see any white slave movies? Nope. You see them cap- capturing their slave history and putting it on film and every new white film is them being slaves? I just want us to really think about that. But it My seems that this is a... It's a you said what? <laughs> you said your friend said, said what? Friend just said white slavery is a crime. You said white it's slavery a is a crime. Well, yes, I believe slavery in, in any form is definitely a crime, but we have to understand the historical context as to why they were put in slavery. And that goes into studying the war history and basically these daughters. There's a lecture, I cannot recall her name right now, but I will be looking for it um, in my notes. And when I find it, I will get back to the historical context because I do not want to give the historical context without mentioning this sister's name because she is a scholar, a researcher, and if it wasn't for her work, you know, I would not know this tidbit. But we have to understand the historical context as to why they were put in slavery. And then once we understand that, then we will understand why they put into law to no longer hold white people as slaves during the 1600s. So we were capturing, um, and not so much capturing, it was, we weren't doing all the capturing. It was a lot of Germans and different people in the slave trade as well that are not mentioned. You know, it's usually just England and Europe, but Germans and Russians and just Europe in its own entirety was in the slave trade. And it wasn't made into law until 1670, I believe, that it was illegal to purchase white people who were now newly classified as white people as slaves, okay? And then the tables turned. 
at that moment where the paper theater side started again and we became enslaved on our own land and now they want us to believe our history began with slavery and that we are the Negro, which is um, a scientific word for a chimpanzee before it was put on us. Uh, they want to believe that we are the chimpanzee and that we are the monkey and that we are not human. And But when you look at the state of the affairs of the world today, and this is no judgment, this is just and no hate. You know, I don't hate anyone that's so low, low vibrational. My intent is to teach and educate and not to hate. But when you look at the reality of the state of the global affairs today, we see that those who are in power, who are killing Mother Earth, poisoning the water, uses uh, sonic guns to trace natural resources under the Earth through the water. We know that there's certain maritime laws and certain things you just should not do, which is drill under the deep ocean, ocean looking for natural resources. These things are killing. It's just like drilling at the heart of the Earth's drilling at the earth's heart you know you drill it under the deepest parts of the ocean to find natural resources they do the earth just like they do us in the hospitals so it's through actions that i judge and see that they are more evil doers than powers and that we were not the evil doers we were not the devil we were not these things so we have to undo this spell whether we believe in the spell through the curse of hell through the bible whether we believe through certain racism and context through the quran through the prophet muhammad whether we believe these things through just many people throughout history even Ibn Calhoun, who is the father of economics, he's a North African, but he even had racism against his own people. And this is still done today throughout North Africa, where North Africa has separated themselves and called them the Middle East, to where they don't have to, they don't have to acknowledge the relationship that they have throughout the entirety of Africa, and that they don't have to acknowledge the blackness per se of who they are through that global separation but we all know you know Yvonne Calhoun was definitely an African but he did also practice racism to his fellow African due to features <laughs> just features of uh, what they would say the features which um, you know that is just a sad case because Africa's Mother Earth, all genetics come out of that center. So you can see even 400 years ago through these color caste systems that these same things that we're going through, the colorism and the political deceitfulness even through our own people because we can't just talk about the presidents, President Trump and Vice President Biden. We also have to have accountability for our so-called black leaders and politicians that get in the game and still gentrify our communities. They still distract our people. We still have some of the poorest, least resourceful schools. And they continue this drama as they get fat and practice classism due to this individualism that has basically uh, covered our community and basically 
bury the village concepts that we've had and was once so treasured to now it's basically individualism well at least my family got it you know y'all come up lost my family good you know we don't care about too much and through this new thinking which is backwards thinking we become more dependent on a government that never had any intentions of setting us truly free in the first place because if they did it would have been done happen like Malcolm X said if they done wrote enough laws if, I mean if they really wanted to make things right it would be no more laws to right they would just make it right but every single time it's a new law it's a new regulation they just it's just anything they can do to slow up our freedom we fall for it instead of just saying clean up on our four get it all clean get the best all up right. they'll just well I'll clean this spot over here let it dry first and then we might get the other corners a little later yeah. so it's a perfect way to um to describe it. There's so much going on, and it's been a minute since we've actually chatted. What is your stance on this whole, you know, again, with it being election time or whatever, and see, like, this year we had, um, it's actually a couple of different things that I'm noticing. Okay, we had the whole Coochie 19 situation happen. Um, right. And now everybody wants to give uh, more to black business because now everybody sees racism and now everyone agrees that it's wrong. So to the point to where some people are passionately hashtagging stuff like let's end racism, which I still don't understand how we do that, but I'm not trying to be an antagonist. You know, hey, it is what it is. What are your feelings on being how it seems like it's a new narrative to pour more into the black community via business. You got people like Facebook, you know, having all these grants and all these major companies are now, you know, supposedly putting their money where their mouth is as far as business funding and cutting breaks to different black businesses and stuff. And then with that also being said, it's like we have that going on and then it seems like as election time got closer this year the narrative has been no one protects black women well for me I say no one respects black women you have the situation with Breonna Taylor then you have the situation with Megan Thee Stallion and that got some agent of chaos vibes to me but you know something about that kind of give me like Marilyn Monroe vibes something about Megan not trying to talk down about nobody but I'm just saying just something ain't popping right with the fish grease what are your feelings on this whole now outpouring of hey let's support everything black whether it be black business um the black woman you know all of this stuff like what are your feelings with that happening and it being an election year okay well I just wanted to say you you first brought up the whole Trump with the coochie the coochie did you say the coochie the coochie mm-hmm. what do you call it <laughs> yeah coochie nineteen the coochie mm-hmm. nineteen <laughs> and you know my view on that just real briefly is um, Trump having the coochie nineteen is the best opportunity for commercializing this so called virus that it has had 
in its whole totality. Entirety, you know, with President Trump saying he hasn't, you know, he's even getting people who were on the far, what they say, the far right, who didn't believe that it was real, a real virus. Now they believe it's real because President Trump, he got it, and, you know, it's whatever medicine he's, you know, and that works with it, it must be working because he's saying he's felt better than he's ever felt even 20 before, 20 years ago. And when you follow the money, you know, President Trump, he has all of his money invested into basically all of these um, so-called medicine, medicinal vaccine companies that, you know, all of his money is tied up in this. So super genius on them to say that he has the virus because he's going to be laughing all the way to the bank. Even if, you know, everybody's wishing that he dies and that, oh, this is the Lord working. No. <laughs> like my people stop right. with the gullibility right. this has nothing to do with the Lord or the God the most high it has nothing to do with Allah it has nothing to do with the most highest vibrations of all creation because if you follow the money trail this has all to do with business you know not just some coincidence or just some Oh, he done done enough evil, evil now, they done gave him. No, it doesn't work like that because when you follow his money, what he's investing in every day that he's, that the doctors are basically using for his so-called treatment, he has money invested in it. So that was the greatest commercial for that. Uh, I do not believe he has a virus. I believe this is all a farce, you know, made up. So going back into, you know, the black woman, the narrative of, of, of nobody protects the black woman, high opportunities for black business. So I'll touch on the black business and grants, different things like that. I just say be cautious and weary because we still need to work together, but we also need to apply for funds if the funds are available so you can become sustainable, not dependable sustainable before you apply for funds have a plan make sure because just in case you do win the funds especially these grants you know you want to be able to use the money for the grant where you no longer need to have them give you money again you know you need them to sow that seed in you and you also can do a fundraiser to maybe double that seed so you can do the proper research to make sure that you are sustaining yourself and sustaining your business so you no longer have to depend on outside resources, especially these resources that basically have the outlines of credibility where, you know, through my research, I see a lot of grants for black women, you know, and then you have to say you're a minority. So we have to be aware of paper genocide what they're asking us to consent yeah. to because it's always something with this system, you know. It, they always make it seem like, oh, we hear you. Here's some resources we're sharing with you. But with that research that they share that comes from any state grant or any nonprofit grant that has a partnership with the state, the money is coming from somewhere. So they're going to want something in return, nothing that's free. 
So if that means, oh, if you apply for this grant, we need you to state that you're a minority, then you may not understand how dangerous that is to say that you're a minority just to get, just to apply for a $10,000 grant. You know, it's dangerous that come with that. You know, when we are not the minority, we are the majority. And when you look at the long-term minority, it's different types of classifications that come with what a minority is. And then if you're claiming to be a minority, you're consented to what they do to minorities and what they can do to minorities in, within U.S. jurisdiction. So, sisters, please be aware of that. Do your due diligence. Do your research before applying to any of these grants. And I've seen it's harder to be a black, so-called black man in five grants because there's a lot of opportunities for sisters, but there's not a lot of opportunities for brothers. So we have to make sure that if they're not going to eat even the wealth gap, because if they're not going to do that, because they want to keep it uneven. Because if they wanted an even affair, you would see the same amount of opportunities for black men that you see for black women. We can no longer participate in this uplifting of black women, women, but leaving our sons behind. I'm a mother, I have two sons. So I'll always look at the quote unquote black man as my man. You know, I look at the black man as my son. You know, and I think black women need to get back to that perspective of the motherhood, divine, feminine energy of creating and being that creator in this universe and how we can really manifest a strong population of men. But like like Dick Gregory said, what you can get away with the church and the state, you are not going to be able to get away with that with the universe. So if we continue to leave our man behind and not share these resources, what do you think is going to come out of that universal cause and effect? You know, I think that effect is going to be something that we are not going to like. And we're asking, where are the good men? Where, where are the brothers that's going to not abandon us? And where, you know, we got to look at, what we are putting out in the universe, what we're consenting to. And if we're trying to come up business-wise, because I have this story really quick, I have to mention it, I told you, I really want to tell you this. It's about a story about a couple that uh, was married, but they're getting divorced now. And during this time, you know, the brother in the relationship, he helped build basically the natural resources where in this situation, it could be a store. He helped lay down the foundation of the store, right? To get the store running and sustainable. Or he had the farm and he got the farm up and running and made it sustainable. Or he made the car, whatever, and made the car up and running sustainable. But that was his mix, you know, to work with his hands. He wasn't really good at business. Meaning, he wasn't good at filling out the paperwork, five grants. He wasn't good at making added value products. You know, he wasn't good at the business, but the the sister, she was. You know, and because she was good at getting the money, getting the money, getting money, because there's more opportunities for sisters to be out here getting the money, getting money. But she started to feel as though she offered the most in the relationship. Meaning, you know. Because I'm doing this, you know, and you can't do that, you know. We need to part ways because, 
you know, I'm doing all of this and you can't make any money. See, I believe it was uh, Dr. Shirazaha Ali that said that the black man, the so-called black man, has more to offer the household than money. And if you're willing to get rid of a good man just because he can't bring money in the house, you can get away with that behavior with the church and state, but you're not going to be able to get away with that behavior with the universe. You throw away a good man like that that just wants to have a family, wants to build, but he doesn't know how to make the money due to, you got to understand, because they can say, well, he could have went and got an education, you know, but really, most of our brothers that go get education and degrees, they, 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 they're not really doing well because there's been a disconnect there with our history and how we see ourselves functioning in this oppressive system. Not every brother is willing to wear the white mask to elevate in the corporate setting. I don't think that he should have to. So we have to make sure we're not basically fighting against the universe of bringing our men back to a place of Superman, like Dr. Carter G. Wilson, he has a book called From Superman to Man. How did our man go from the superest mm-hmm. man? Because he has all the genetics still, but there's a disconnect. How can our man have all the Superman genetics, but having a hard time to manifest his goals and dreams with us, with this woman, with his mother? We have to analyze what we're doing. What are we consistent to with this government, with this system that our men are recidivism is at an all-time high he either not free in prison or not free out here in the world still trying to make it so we have to take some accountability on that they do too and I think genetically we can take on more than them because of just the history if you look at our history and see what has happened to our men you know along with what has happened to us, for our men to see us get raped, abused. Like, can you imagine that trauma generationally that's still pumping in our blood from black men having to see their wife getting taken out of their home to be raped and it's nothing he can do about it? And then you see how there was no justice for that. And Michael is saying, you know, look at how they're turning your woman they turn your woman into a so-called Jezebel, to a Herod, to a slut, to a whore. We call it liberation, right? But these days were not looked on as liberation before. It was looked on as distraction, you know, because how can you be a prostitute and build a nation or raise a son or raise a daughter? Because you're going to be out in the street prostituting. With this system, your son and daughter going to be home, and it's easier to put them in a system like that. It's easier for the state to take your children like that. So it's not about sexual liberation. We're talking about quality livelihood. What are we trading for our men to be the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to the global political affairs, business, money making, but we have the top of the top of the top genetics. Um, there's something there. So the conclusion of that story of the sister and brother is, you know, uh, unfortunately, they're being divorced and, you know, he he's followed through with the divorce financially because he could never, you know, so she's a, you know, get the money. 
she has the money and she feels though I don't owe you this store I don't owe you this land you know this is all my hard work but you didn't build the store sis you didn't build the farm sis you didn't build the car sis so it's something with this new age feminism that's basically being amplified through all these opportunities there's some type of psychological warfare that's going on with that nothing's free so they're trading in our brains and other important things for a $4,000 grant, $10,000 grant. Now, I'm not saying that you think that way or I think that way. I'm just saying we're dealing with these types of mindsets. And if we don't talk about them openly and take accountability of us taking the so-called, just like we took the welfare check, that we're going to take the grant check. They go through the same cycle, but just on another classism level. <laughs> we have to think smarter. Get the $10,000 grant. Break bread with your, bro- with your brother, with your son, with your man. If he's a man, you know, if he has a plan, he's a man, you know. And even if he doesn't have a plan, if he's sick, all over the place. Put a little money in, that's his, his healing. You know, we have to do for ourselves and do for one another. And we cannot forget about our brothers. And we can say, well, they abandoned us. They abandoned us. But when you look at what we do, accountability. Why is our man abandoning us? Why is the universe? Because we stuck in universal law. These things are not just happening, right? And it's happening to all of us. So when we look at the Bible and the curse of Ham, you look at the story of how they say uh, Noah's son looked at his woman and seen that her sons were dark and black like him, and he he didn't want anything to have to do with them. He said, these are your children, not mine. I'm going to go away. And he went away until his children were what? Wrong. Now you see the manifestation of the quote-unquote baby daddy right there in the Bible. But what are we doing every Sunday? But you saying you want a man to be there for your children. But every Sunday, we go to uplift this word that's put in the universe. We put it in the universe, this spell. And this is what they knew we was going to do with the Council of Nicaea. That's why they had to have their own version of our religion. Because we have our own original Christianity. It's called Taekwondo and it's out of Ethiopia. Now, when you go there, you don't find no quote-unquote baby daddies. You don't find a massacre. When they practice the original Christianity there, their families are put together. These are the same. We look the same. You... Some Eritreans and some Ethiopians, they have, they do have the distinct features. But when you go deep into certain neighborhoods, we start to look alike. There's even been a colonizer that came to North Carolina and compared the black people that was found there to Ethiopians. He said, short, curly, fro hair, very bronze-like, very similar to the Ethiopians. Called here before we were called Negroes and black we were called Ethiopians so if we have the same genetic the same features we have the same values but we don't have the same issues socially and systematically 
but we don't worship the same Bible either. The Ethiopians don't have a King James Version. They have the original version. They're not repeating no curse of Ham. You know, we are though. So we have to take accountability, not just for our personal situations, but for our situation around the nation. You know, let's analyze our actions so that we can manifest the type of nation we want to be. It's deeper than, like you said, it's not deeper than, it's, it's the same thing. We're dealing with trauma bonding, then we're dealing with trauma bonding through these religions that keep this trauma bond manifestation going. And we have to do something, whether it's us talk about it and we analyze it and we create an action after that. You know, I say, and this is my, I have no intent to hurt any of my people, but I say we have to do something about these Bibles. Either practice the original version of Christianity or just not practice it at all. The same with the Quran. Super racist statements done by uh, Prophet Muhammad. When are we going to stop this? You know, uh, something has to give. I agree. I agree. Right quick, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. Hey, y'all. I love us for real. It's me, your number one homie, Black Karma. And I just wanted to take a moment out and do a quick break just to let you know that in addition to um, keeping you guys entertained and informed on this podcast, I am also the plug whenever it comes down to your natural plant-based personal care products. My line, Flowers in Flames, specializes in everything from natural tattoo creams to beard balms to specialty soaps, lip balms, body butters, you name it, we do it. Take a moment, check me out. That's again, flowersinflames.com. That's F-L-O-W-E-R-S. S, the letter N in the word flames, F-L-A-M-E-S. Peace, y'all. I concluded, but we I didn't go into the, the black woman. Nobody tests black woman, man. So from what I just said about black women protecting black men and, and sharing our resources with our men and with our sons and with our brothers, now we got to go to, you know, no one protects the black woman, the most unprotected woman. Is the black woman. Malcolm X was so right about this. Because who protects us, you know? I do want to, before I go into our personal situation, I do want to shed light on a good group of black women that is being protected. And these are our fellow Indian tribes that are still included in the jungles. You know, these Indians will shoot pale face on sight if they see them trying to harm their women or harm their babies. So I put that out there in the universe because we do have examples of black women being protected. It's just because, so we say we're a minority, we don't see ourselves in people around the world that's doing, that has basically the same thing happened to them where they tried to genocide them and wipe them out to where they done got so, so small in number to where now we really got to protect our woman now. I say, why wait <laughs> to it has to come to that? To where, you know, we're so far retreated that we have to be on this scarce place of land because we're on the, on the verge of being extinct. And I'm saying this because people may say, oh, well, she crazy talking about extinction. It's true. Look at the Tasmanians. These were a group of black people 
that died out due to genocide, dealing with the same, wiped out. Look at Brazil. Look at Portugal, North Africa, now it's Middle East. These people were not originally pale faced. So the black woman here, Western world, we genetically know this. This is why we get attitudes when we see the blending back. The blending back of some of these women dating brothers, you know, to have darker, melanated children. You know, it's the blending back that's happening with that. But as far as with our sisters and who's going to protect us, we have to, number one, I say we're mothers. We have to start with our children, our sons. Do not be afraid to teach your son about the power of black women and that our history did not start as slavery. You know, we were queens, still are queens. Show your son beautiful black women cross-generational, meaning not just present day, not just the 70s, but show them a queen from Ethiopia in the 1500s. Show them a sister that they found this dreadlock sister coming from outer space. You know, there's so many resources of beautiful black women. And, you know, there's a lecture I teach him with just daily. You know, I'm also always sharing him beautiful black women and them reading a story or them sharing some poetry or doing some engineer work or doing some mathematical work. Because if we allow our sons to just watch TV, have you looked at the TV lately? You look at Netflix and what they have for the children, right? You see nothing but pale faces, nothing but ice snow white. So if you leave the TV to raise your son, then you're going to probably raise a son that does not protect black women because he's used to seeing black women not being represented on a media, mass media uh, platform. And these children that are raised by the TV think that that mass media platform is the end-all, be-all, meaning if you're not on here, you ain't popping. And we have to teach against that. You know, we have to know our culture to teach against basically the indoctrination. We need to educate, replace indoctrination with education. We need every chance we get, you need to be telling your son that black women are beautiful. It's nothing wrong with that because you got to understand the warfare we're up against. We're up against, he could go look through a leave a Netflix movies and see that black women are not beautiful. They don't have to say it, but they show it with every single title and every single project. There's a white cartoon girl who's the star. And when you look at the reality, they you dealing with Karen's. They really ain't strong like that. Karen weak. She need us. She always needed us. As hell. You know what I'm saying? As hell. <laughs> Hello, it's a Karen that got some yeah. she she ain't she ain't she ain't so high on her ego horse to not admit this. You know, there's some Karens out there that definitely know that this is true. But in the media, they show themselves as strong, show them as the last people on earth. You know, show them busting guns. You know what I'm saying? And when really, it's the so-called black woman that has endured all pain and still has enough strength to make it through the next generation, you know. 
So our sons need to know this. And if we think the school system is going to teach them this, if you think the magazine is going to teach them that, or the TV is going to teach them that, or Black History Month is going to teach them that, we are sadly mistaken. We need to get our sons from out of front of that TV, out from under those games, unless they're coding or building their own games, and start educating them on... Now, this doesn't mean that you go into race-hate talk. You go into telling your child the truth. You go into telling your son about the color code caste system instead of saying, white folks been taking over and had control over the world. That's going to build inferiority into your son. If he believes that this is a white man's world, we done messed up from the gate because he going to want to get... He's going to want to protect the white woman over the black woman. And then we also have to look at the system. This is why we have to detect, okay? See, the white woman has more rights than the so-called black woman. We're dealing with status here, okay? White status versus black status. So if a brother was to beat up sister up in the household, he knows there's a chance that she may not call the police, but overall, there's low consequences, you know. There ain't really too many consequences that I can't deal with if I'm going upside of sister head right now because I got all this misplaced aggression because you don't see these same brothers that will beat a sister down, whether physically, mentally, or spiritually. They have no words for their boss though on the job even if they have their own business they have no words for these so called pay of face contracts that they have to deal with and that they still deal with racism you know instead of still deal with racism even if they have their own business you know but they have no words of abuse for them or for the police (laughs) or for these governors or these presidents that systematically genocide their whole pool of children so what are we dealing with here we're dealing with misplaced aggression powerless men that have no global basically no global place fairs so subconsciously they're always seen as low totem pole so with that being said if he's getting drugged on a job, meaning, you know, harassed on a job, going through racism on a job, or he can't make enough money like he want, because he, he can do it. It's all about mindset. But, you know, a lot of our brothers, nutrition is poor, have a defeatist, lack mindset due to the system that he is raised in. Uh, we have to counter that system so we can build free living human being sons that believe that the world is theirs just like it's for everybody else the world is yours you know we dealing with partners brothers that think they have to you know wear that white mask and that white mask is not always talking so-called white or doing everything systematically correct it could be continuing to go to prison (laughs) you know wear that mask of you know i have no will to be free I'm a slave, basically, unfortunately. How else to be but to be working for somebody else and dealing with this pressure of always working but never having enough. 
our men have to come up with a way to get out of that so they can properly feel like men get out of practicing somebody else's you know precious religion that has you with these cycles of oppression and because we are not your enemy the pale face is your enemy the government is your enemy those who are practicing eugenics on you and your people are your enemy not the black woman who created you and brought you here on earth I know a lot of brothers be like well what about the seed black men no that's where patriarchy got us messed up that was a lie you never were of your father you have some of your father but you who you become is through your mother the mitochondria DNA is with the black woman and everybody begins as female first right this is scientifically proven so with that being said there has to be another look we have to reanalyze our place here in America reanalyze the science and the lies that have been told to us and define ourselves through defining ourselves I believe we'll be able to break this curse and black women will be protected by her very own sons we have to build sons that want to and know to protect us okay but we cannot do this when we hate parts of ourselves if we haven't loved if we haven't been to those relationships those traumatic bonds whether with the man or with your mother or with your father we have to do these things to get back balance with the universe we have to do things to get back balance with that mother nature so we can have this protection that we've been longing for uh, and that we deserve. We need to also, black men, I would call for you to reanalyze who your allegiance is to. Is your allegiance to, to this oppressive government where you would, if you look at the numbers, I just did the research, there's more so-called black men in the armed forces military than there's any other group. Black men, you are outnumbering the white man in his own army. This is ridiculous when your sister, your mother, your girlfriend, your wife is in the position where she can get gunned down in her home in the middle of the night, no justice. Or she can get beat down by you in the middle of the night, in the middle of the home, no justice. We are in the place of insanity. And if we, I can say as a mother, we can fix it through our sons. But what are the men going to do now? Are you going to keep wasting all your energy fighting for the military or fighting for this corporate job or fighting for selling drugs on the street or fighting for whatever your niche is? Because a brother will fight to make some money. But are you going to fight to protect the woman that mothered all of your God-given genetics? whether you dribbling the ball down the court or you have the intelligent wit to sell a brick, replace that brick with some ketchup. You know, work with a black farmer and start making your own ketchup, your own hot sauces, your own, you know, start building cars, motorcycles, tractors. You know, we have to manufacture, not chemical illegal drugs, but things that our people are going to need. If the black man can... Everyday needs. If the black man can manufacture and focus his energy on 
created everyday needs for his own family. I'm telling you, brothers, you won't have to worry about a court child support. Come on, bruh. That is nothing to you. You won't even have to see a court. Why? You can buy your own court. You build your own courts. Because the money will come in so crazy. The natural resources you can trade in come in so crazy that you can have 20 children and all of them be dead and kept and great and got. I agree. I don't feel like that's too far-fetched neither, but like you said, the question is, what do we do now? Because you're talking about our sons. Yeah, that's more so in the future, but the problem is now. So I agree with you 100% on that. But I know this has definitely been a very, very enlightening show. I really would like to go on some more, but I know for one, I'm going to have a lot to edit. And plus, I also want to leave some room for uh, a future show if you would be interested in doing that. Um, Because, like I said, it's just so much that's going on. Um, And people need information. They need good, actual, factual information. And not, you know, fake news, as much as I hate to use that term. But it's so much misinformation that's going on out there. I want to get more into the into voting and stuff like that in a future episode between now and election day but my thing is you know I have my stance on voting we like I said most people we can't have that conversation miss me with that if you don't vote you can't complain I don't complain about who's in office anyway like I always say people always question the puppet but no one ever questions the puppet master and I'm just at a point now to where we're not addressing this and we're not talking about breaking the system and what the hell that really consists of, which is a complete collapse, which everyone may not survive, then I just, I personally don't even go into it. But like I said, with that being said, I also do not waste my energy going against people who are, you know, doing whatever they feel like they need to do, and whether that be them doing voter registration campaigns or whatever like that cool, hey, that's what you do. I'm just not going to waste my energy to go against that. So with that being said, I'll probably touch down and just bring up more facts on voting, things such as the Electoral College and stuff like that, but that will most likely be in the next show. But like I said, I definitely want to get more information to the people, just the conversation that we had, just talking about alcohol and just spirits and stuff and Mm -hmm. the real science behind it. You know, people should know these things. I think that that right there, that I think that would actually be a dope episode. Yes. And you know me, I always got a story. So I got some personal yes. stories about alcohol and, and that demon. So yeah, but where can the people find you? Yes, the people can find me on Instagram at serotonin at S-E-H-R-A-T-O-N-I-N also at mother and child like child mother and child so you have mother m h e r a n d c h i l e and with mother and child i'm releasing this out into the ethers into the universe um it's a project i'm working on where you know i'm a mother with children and right now we everything that we discuss has everything to do with my reality and I want to be able to show other sisters and other mothers in need how we can continue to take care of our children during this time 
especially giving them the best so we can bring in indigo children, our children, no more trauma and drama children, you know. These children are, you know, they choose us, and we have to be those vessels of nurturement to make sure they have all of the foundation to succeed in this world despite white supremacy and these low vibrational manifestations. So with mother and child, I'm focused on sustainability, teaching other mothers how to make money from home, teaching other mothers how to breastfeed at home, teaching mothers how to prepare plant-based baby food at home. So you're saving that money. If you need to save money for a business, save that money. Don't spend that money in the grocery store buying processed products for your baby that you can be making at home for yourself. So I'm excited about that and excited about these new opportunities to teach and share resources with my people. Man, that's awesome. And that's definitely needed. Just in talking about just being a mother just in general, whether it's down from the first pregnancy process to after, like all of that is valuable and it's needed. I'm always in encouragement of things like that. Definitely. Anything, doulas things of that sort so yeah if you're talking about sustainability and keeping it natural and balance all together definitely you guys check that out that is mother and child any closing remarks that you would like to make to the people before we close out this show yes i would like to give thanks for listening to our perspectives tonight i would like to put out there sustainability 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 we all have a chemist living inside us, a mathematician living inside us, a medicine person living inside us, a herbalist living inside us. We have to tap into those intelligence, that intelligence that's running in our blood and become sustainable. Don't depend on the government for anything. And I mean anything, water, electricity, especially bare necessities, water, electricity, food, shelter, okay? We need to go back into our village concepts and come together, share our resources, grow our own food, and manufacture. We must produce. We must produce. And we need our celebrities, the so-called black wealthy elite, to invest in such. Stop being so distant from your people and come to the hood. Come to the local black businesses. Look around you, below you, who may not have the million followers. You may have 300 followers, but she got the key to an add value, added value, pro- value product that will really help our people. And she just needs that seed, that financial seed that she doesn't have to check the box of minority to get (laughs) she doesn't have to check this box and say she's in a violent relationship to get you know or this brother man that needs a soul seed in his business he doesn't have to beg someone for investment you know or have to go through all of these so-called social these social mechanisms that are created that you have to go through these invisible doors to even get a chance to speak with the person that you need to speak with. Our people should not be going through that anymore in 2020. We have enough money in this nation. Let's use it. Let's really, really 
put the talk into use and put our money where our mouths are, invest in local black businesses, create a content online. Amen. I'm with it. I agree. You guys, of course, you know me. It's your number one homie, Black Karma, and I love us for real. And thank you guys for tuning in. As you guys know, the Black Hour is now officially a podcast. With that being said, I'm somebody's mama, so there's really no strict schedule. You check me out when y'all check me out. You can also check me out online. In addition to running the Black Hour, I also have a plant-based personal care product line. My company is called Flowers in Flame. Flowers, the letter N in flame. And I make everything from body butters to specialty soaps. Our turmeric tea tree is a very hot seller, a very popular one right now. Great for evening out the skin tone, things like that. We also got things for men. We got beard balm, create new prototypes. We're branching off in the hair. Got a whole bunch of good stuff going. As she said, black people, we do, we pretty much do everything. And what we need is more manufacturing. That's what my company does. And as she said, there is a natural herbalist, chemist, mathematician, or whatever in all of us. It's up to us to wake it up. Can't wake it up. You can always support somebody who has tapped into theirs. You can also check out my main site, blackkarma.com. And just check out some content. I've been running that site for about 10 years, and I got all kinds of stuff on there. And I just added a new store with notebooks, bags, and things like that. So I appreciate y'all for checking out this here show. And we will holler at y'all on the next one. Can I add in something on the back end that you can edit in Mm -hmm. to something earlier? Absolutely. Talk about the black Mm -hmm. woman. Because I just seen this on Instagram while you're talking. It just pissed me off. Mm -hmm. Especially since I was uplifting Mm -hmm. the brother. And, you know, I was talking about the perspective of which we can change this through our sons. But one thing the black man has to be accountable for is that you cannot live on the history of what your forefathers did. If you're talking about the rebellions of Nat Turner or the rebellions, what happened in Haiti, and, um, you know, the black, so-called black men, the Muslim black men, the so-called Christian black men, the war, the whatever you want to call yourself, we y'all have to come together because you cannot. I see this meme that says Malcolm X, what's happening to your woman, right? And it has um, some B-roll clips of Megan Stallion, the other sisters, you know, twerking, half naked. They say they're turning her into a prostitute, a lesbian, a harlot, a whore, sex object, Jezebel. I, I, I. I broke up that quote, but I mentioned that quote briefly earlier about what Michael X was saying about um, how integrating into this society, what it's doing to us and turning us into these types of women. But black men, you cannot continue to post this on your screen, on your Instagram, saying what's happening to your woman when you're not doing the necessary things to have complete rule over all of the environment that your woman would be in. Meaning, have you provided a job for your woman? Job to where she, maybe your woman can work for you. She don't have to go work in public and go through the racism and the trauma. You know, she don't have to go work on a stripper pole because you have a business and she can come work for you. You see, you cannot be offering, basically, you're not offering any jobs to black women, right? 
You're not offering any safe environment to black women, meaning where is the land that you fought for against this so-called white supremacist enemy? I mean, y'all not fighting it, but y'all see what the enemy is doing to us. So you show them, oh, this is what the enemy doing to y'all. Look, now y'all shake your whole ass off. Y'all some whores, huh? But y'all be in the strip club. So if you in the strip club, you low-key pedophile too because you know with some underage girls in the strip club, but you'll go to the strip club or post a so-called baddie on your page and at the same time talk about how, look at what the white man gonna turn black woman into. You know, look, look, look what happened. This is why we go with white women now. You know, that's lame on lame ass shit. You know, they be saying, this is why we do this because yeah. look at you now. What did you do, black man, to stop it from happening? And I made the narrative of, I mentioned the narrative of the black man have to see his woman be taken out of the home of, on the plantation to be raped. You see what I'm saying? Now, the brother still yeah. had a choice. It's like what Kanye said, you know. Kanye, he said some off the wall shit, and I know he like maturing candidates. You know, he, he been and got that. But, you know, Black men, you do still have a choice to go to war, live or die. What is it going to take for you to save your woman, to save your daughter? Because we're trying to save our sons, save our brothers, save our men. How much does it cost to you? And if our men don't feel like it's going to cost their life, like the pale face said, give me liberty or give me death. You, you hear that? He said, give me liberty or give me death, meaning... I would rather die than be another slave under some so-called black guy. I would die. Because that's what was happening. What happened to us happened to them first. So their women, the pale-faced women, they were kept as wives of these more brothers. You know, 14, 13 having children. These were the pale-faced daughters. And then the sons were sent to the caves, which is why they were doing the most. You know, they were cutting up the bears to survive in the cave for fur. You know, all that bestiality that they still do to this day has a lot to do with their slavery. You see what I'm saying? So the tables have turned, so to speak, for those who know the history. They would say the tables have turned where now the white man has taken us as his concubine, his bed warmer. And now y'all look down on us like the pale face, he never did. He he abused his woman, don't get me wrong. He definitely abused the white woman as to why she felt as though she needed to have a feminist movement. But that was not the case with our man in his right mind in his right environment. So my thing is, brother man, right. when are you going to manifest your right mind, your right environment? Because once you manifest that, you will have total power over your entire family. And you won't have to have the enemy make your woman into a Charlotte or Jezebel or, you know, and that's like twerking is something we were doing in Africa. You know, we had on clothes, I guess. You know, sometimes we did have on clothes. But a lot of us are missing the, missing the connection to our indigenous roots of the twerking. So they mess with our indigenous roots along with confusing us of what our real history is, but they always use us as the zoo, the human zoo. They'll take something that's indigenous in our blood and make it look like 
oh, this is some some nasty shit. You know what I'm saying? Just like Cotton Tot, Sarah Barkman, the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. Culture. Twerking exactly. is our history and our culture. It's a freedom of the spirit that we're releasing. So why are we not talking about that? We just talking about how the white man perceives us? We got a problem, black Americans. We, it's too deep. It's too deep. I can't sit here and try to say we got to share resources with the black man. I believe that. But then I go on my Instagram feed seeing scholars, so-called scholars, share this. And it's just ridiculous. You know, you can't blame the victim. Do something about why this is happening to the black woman. Do something about it. That's all I'm saying. Don't talk about it. Do something about it. Provide your woman a job. Why does she have to go find a job? Am I making sense? Or maybe I'm crazy. If you don't want your woman out there. Because a woman's going to do what she got to do to put food on the table. This is true. This is why these opportunities are available. It's because the enemy know that the black woman, the mother to all that represents the mother earth she gonna do whatever it takes to make sure her seed survive have you not seen her you could put us up against any other animal in the animal kingdom you know in the sense of just intelligence of just uh, not comparing us to animals but because I don't want that to be misconstrued you know I'm talking about looking at all of the beings who are as above so below we are images of God, so we are God. It's black men who call black women God. So when you're looking at God being throughout the universe, whether underwater, on land, wherever they are, you can put us against the best when it comes to making sure our seeds survive, okay? And they know we will do whatever. So we're dealing with something that, we're dealing with genetics, we're dealing with fire control, we're dealing with poor diets, we're dealing with poor environment. But black men, you have to have accountability too, sir. You do have daughters. Some of y'all have daughters you haven't seen till they were grown under this curse of him. So your daughters had to survive on a system instead of surviving with her family. If your family had a business up there, the own family system, see, we should be working on our own family system. So we won't have to worry about what their system is doing to us. How about we do that, black people? Instead of vote, use all that energy to put on us as what are we going to do to stop these outcomes, cause and effect. Let's go back to the drawing board, people, and stop blaming each other. It's really getting old. Yep, mobilize. And you ain't gotta lie, bitch. Heat my zone and track. Holy spit that fire shit. Day one, niggas is the only ones I ride with. Baker man, Baker man, niggas owe that pie shit. I don't gotta sing, I just rap and niggas vibe quick. See some up in Africa, kill up all that lying shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So go ahead and lie, bitch. Lie, bitch. Everybody's lying, lying, and everybody's rich, rich. Until the 21st and Raymond Noodle show left quick. I thought you was illuminated. See, your flame ain't worth the bit. But, but you pimping on this track. See, when the club ain't got no bitch. Let, let you call it you, you helping shit. Stacks on top of stacks. Stack. Racks on racks. Rack. Put on both your hood. Them niggas ain't got your back. These indie niggas whack. Cause they flexing like they made it. But that bullshit 
Go ahead and lie, bitch. <laughs> lie, bitch. 